This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland, and this is The Leader. I, I've noticed that, uh, obviously, the, that we're six days uh, into some, uh, some better figures, uh, but it is very, very important that uh, we, we don't allow ourselves to run away with uh, premature uh, conclusions about this. Boris Johnson interviewed under an umbrella there. Wasn't so much raining on everyone's parade as the COVID figures continue to fall. But he's certainly not encouraging talks that the pandemic might be coming to an end. Others, however, are being a bit more optimistic. Professor Neil Ferguson, who was one of the scientists behind the UK's first lockdown in March 2020, says it could be largely over by October. He was talking to BBC Radio 4 as figures show another tumbling. Cases in London it's down 57% in six days. But can we really start to see light at the end of this very long tunnel? Our political editor Nicholas Cecil is with me now. Nicholas, what exactly did Professor Ferguson say? Yes, he was very upbeat this morning um, about the prospects of this pandemic finally largely being over by the autumn. He's talking about late September, uh, October time. And he says that the fundamental game changer in this is the vaccine. In the UK, there are now 30 million people who have been double jabbed. And he says that has fundamentally changed the equation. But the Prime Minister, as we've heard, Nicholas, isn't so bullish in suggesting that this might be coming to an end relatively soon. What are the figures telling us right now? The, the, the figures are very interesting at the moment because they're showing very sharp falls in confirmed cases. So they've more than halved to just under 25,000 in nine days. So on the face of it, this looks like a fall. Professor Ferguson is saying cases are plateauing at the moment, uh, which is quite different. And, and the reason for that, or several reasons for that, is that, that a lot of these falls could be due to fewer people being tested. Um, for example, schools are broken up now. So the testing regime where hundreds of thousands of pupils were using lateral flow tests uh, are no longer happening. A number of people have gone on holiday as well, so they may be le- more less keen to do tests while they're on holidays. And also there's anecdotal evidence. People are getting all a bit fed up with the pandemic and are disengaging with, from the whole system. So has this third wave that everyone's been warning is coming actually already happened? 
it's possible that the third wave has peaked um, because certainly the cases are coming down at the moment. Certainly the confirmed cases are. But last Monday, the government scrapped the lockdown laws. So there were no legal restrictions anymore. And all the experts are now expecting that cases will rise. So we may have had one peak and we may see uh, another peak shortly. And certainly, obviously, there are lots of young people going to nightclubs and socialising far more. And it's, it's all to do with how much contact people have, the degree to which the disease spreads. And Professor Ferguson was this morning making very clear that even now, even though a lot more people are relaxed about going out and meeting people, we are still significantly below the contact rates that we had um, before the pandemic hit Britain. It's interesting what's happening in Scotland as well, isn't it, Nicholas? And not just because I'm Scottish, but their schools broke up a little bit earlier than England's and yet COVID rates are still going down. So I know that scientists are looking at that and wondering, maybe that's another sign that this pandemic is coming to an end. Yes, that's encouraging. And there are two other interesting facts from Scotland. One is um, the fact that hospitalizations are going down now as well. So in England, health chiefs will be watching very carefully to see if that happens in England as well. You'd expect that to happen um, if the fall in cases is genuine, then a, a couple of weeks after or so, you'd expect hospitalizations to start falling as well. The other interesting statistic to come out of Scotland was that after the England-Scotland game, they did lots of testing on fans, and they found that the case rate ratio went from one to one between men and women to one to nine. Um, so men were far more likely to have got covid and um, health chiefs in Scotland say this isn't really due to loads of Scottish fans uh, celebrating, cheering on their team at Wembley. This is more to do with people, uh, these fans, travelling down from Scotland in trains, on buses and meeting indoors in other places. So the disease spreads indoors far more than outdoors. So is that it done, Nicholas? Can we look forward and say October that's the time that we can say this pandemic is over. We can look forward with hope. Professor Ferguson and um, the Home Office Minister Kit Malthouse were both this morning still urging caution. The government still wants to get uh, several million more people vaccinated, particularly young adults, basically to build up the barriers against this vaccine. And um, the, the spread of the, 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 the disease is very much dependent on human behaviour. So if if we all run out and just went completely back to normal, then it's pretty likely that there'd be a, a, a big spike in cases. And that's the leader. Join us again tomorrow at 4pm for the latest news, analysis, interviews and features. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.